Hello, it's time for another episode of Drew Drogi's Minor Revelations. I am so sorry we were a week behind. We were off last week. It's completely my fault. I uh, have been just booked with life and work. You guys had to go and see my my family in the Carolinas. It was my brother and my mother and my grandmother's birthday last week. So happy birthday to all of them. Um, but uh, we're back. We're rolling. Um, I don't have a lot to say today. It was the uh, the eclipse this morning, which but by Friday, by the time you hear it, it'll be way old news. It was kind of disappointing. We built it up so much. When I was back in the Carolinas, uh, South Carolina and uh, Greenville, where my mom and stepdad live, is right on the path. Is like in the direct line of attack. So uh, everybody had been preparing for it for months. Apparently, a million people went to this to my to my family's town to uh, see. And I love I called Greenville my family's town. We own it. Yes, hi, I'm I'm Andrew Greenville. Um, and uh, but we we uh, apparently a million people came to watch this eclipse this morning. Um, you know, in L.A., we it was uh, we <laughs> we're up our own asses, so we don't care anyway about anything. But it didn't, it didn't really, we, we barely, anything happened. I was at the gym today. I, I walked outside and it already happened. So I was like, well, end of that, that, that was what that was. Um, but it was this thing. It was this moment all week last week. And when I would meet people uh, out, you know, out and about and they would say, oh, are you here for the eclipse? Like they thought I flew in just to see this eclipse this morning. And I was like, no, I'm flying back to LA the day before it even happens. Um, but there was this fascinating story that, that my mom told me about. There's this phenomenon named the lizard man, um, which is exactly what it sounds like. Apparently in South Carolina since the 50s, there has been this giant uh, reptilian humanoid that has been spotted. And the pictures that have been taken of it look like something from a 1970s Sid and Marty Croft show. I don't know what it is. It's this walking dinosaur creature that's that's that that has been spotted across the Southland. And they were thinking that during the eclipse, the lizard man was going to make an appearance this morning. So that was another thing that people were very excited about. And I just love folklore like that. I love that. I grew up um, with these ghost stories about like the gray man, which was a uh, ghost who is a ghost in the South in um, on the beaches of South Carolina who would wear Old, apparently, he would always be spotted wearing World War One hospital attire, uh, and would warn people of a storm coming. He would, people would, they would, they would get a knock at the door, apparently, and there would be a man who's overshadowed. You would just see like a hat, and it was a shadow. Like you had a hard time making out his face, and he would warn people of a storm that was coming. And if you listened to the gray man and you packed up your family and drove away from the storm, apparently your house was saved. And if you didn't, it, your house could be decimated. And there were countless stories 
from South Carolina about this this person over years of time that would do this, and people would say they would come back to their home, and on houses on both sides of, the, of them would be torn apart, and their house was was protected. Um, who knows? I just I love that there are these like you know, and you know the Loch Ness monster and Bigfoot and all these things that these these creatures that we're still like weirdly controlled by that we and I and I'm like I I love. Anytime fantasy can creep into our into into reality, um, and the thing I also love about the eclipse is I feel like it's just one more instance of people coming together. I think for one, for like two minutes, our country just took a breath and collectively did something that wasn't screaming and fighting with each other. And I think that's really lovely. Um, I always like the idea of those things than actually participating in them myself. Um, because I, I'm, I'm weird about crowds and whatever, but I, the countless pictures that I saw of people sitting together with those crazy glasses on and, and watching this thing, um, it gives me hope and hope that like we are coming together uh, and that we can fucking calm down and and with the and in the same breath fucking fight the the, the good fight um, and so uh, and let's hope that this eclipse brings this new awareness this new consciousness that we we're hinting at and we're scratching at and we're getting away from this old guard and this old idea of what. Uh, the world should be and who should lead us and who should be uh, making decisions for us. And hopefully this brings in a new Aquarian age of, of mystery and delight and intrigue. And I don't know you guys, just people rolling around in a field, looking up at the sky. That's just, there's nothing better than that. So just if anything, you know, sorry, the eclipse was a disappointment and whatever, but uh, you know, when in doubt, go outside and roll around on the ground and, Join others. <laughs> Let's have a show. Oh my God. I'm sitting here with the wonderful Liz Bolton and Michael Chervin. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? Oh my God. I literally, I just said Liz Bolton <laughs> and I almost said Michael Bolton. <laughs> And I'm not, I'm not disappointed that Michael no. Bolton's not here because I don't no. know that he'd have a lot to say. He might. You never know. He would sing about it. <laughs> I know that. But you're he dating yourself because when people now hear my name, they say Ramsey Bolton. Who is, is that? I don't know who that is. He's from Game of Thrones. Oh, I don't give a hot he, fuck about well, Game of Thrones. I'm so ready for this to be over. Let me just say, I, I don't watch it. I did I for a while. And then I got incredibly I, vile and I stopped. I just... I, I mean, I get that people have the things that they like. I have things that I like. I mm-hmm. get when the shows are out and you're like, oh, very excited about it. But I I am so, like, Facebook has just, it's all Game of Thrones. And then people are mad oh, about wow. spoilers. And there's just some mm-hmm. weird collection of vowels. Like some name <laughs> yeah. that's just like, you know, A-E-I-E-I-E-I-O-R <laughs> is on the top of, of Mount Kwamablock. I know. I'm like, I don't care. I've watched it enough times to know that the acting is garbage. The acting is so bad. I didn't make it through the first episode. And it's just like, I'm sorry, but... 
it's like I, I think it's cheesy. Mm-hmm. I, it's like Dynasty with dragons, <laughs> right. which I get you liking all that stuff. Right. I mean, there are things that you're I. You're looking at me, by the way. You're like I, I like so I mad at you. wrote and directed every episode of the show. Yeah. I've brought you on. I to get tell that you. you like that. No, but like Lord of the Rings, I I really enjoyed. I mean, I'm not going to sit and watch them all the time, but I I enjoyed all three of those mm-hmm. movies. I didn't. I don't think I didn't see the Hobbit movies because I'm I'm done at that point. Oh yeah, three. Is you, you know, you get you. Yeah. I'm like, I get it. We're gonna move on. We're not gonna do this. It's, a whole, it's something of fantasy that just doesn't really. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just not interested in. I'd rather something that's. See, but I'd, I did like the Hunger Games. I'd like because I like Hunger a Games. futury kind of fantasy. Yes. I think okay. more like a dystopian I, world. I, I, I saw the first Hunger Games and really liked it because I had zero interest in it, and right. I was dragged along by a friend who took me and and I had a great. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Right. And the second Hunger Games, I fell asleep, and then yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. I think this isn't it. No, and then I didn't see. <laughs> The other ones, like after that. No. Right. Um, I just, just you know. I want to see game like House of Cards. Politics, you know, real. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. And see, see, House of Cards, I don't like either because... I don't either. I'm with you. As a Southerner, Kevin Spacey's accent is so bad... <laughs> And I don't get it. My my mom and stepdad listen to, or listen to the show. They don't watch it. They just they listen just, to it. They just tune they, in. No, they watch House of Cards and they live 10 minutes from where Kevin Spacey's character, Frank Underwood, is supposed to be from. Yeah. Okay. And he's from Gaffney, South Carolina. And and no one in Gaffney, South Carolina sounds like an old blustery yeah. Civil War general. With that lilt. You know that lilt. You know my motto, you know my Ed. motto is. Oh, you scratch and my back. There's something about Kevin Spacey that he's so in love with his own acting. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like every time he delivers a line, he kind of looks at you and goes, you're welcome. I just act <laughs> And also in that show, you. doesn't he literally look at you? Isn't that the he bit? Does he does look at you, which camera? is also creepy. I, I, I mean, I watched the one, an episode where he like pissed on his dad's grave. I'm yes. like, we get it. You are <laughs> evil and you don't like your father. I mean, I love no Robin empathy. Wright. I love Robin She's Wright. And I watch it. I love anything she does. I just, it, um, in theory, yes. I love Bo Willeman. I love that the mm-hmm. writer. Yeah. But I just have such issue with the way Kevin Spacey talks. Like a, mm-hmm. a southern accent to me is just is like the thinnest of glass. And oh, it's it is, like this. Well, yeah. Is it like this? <laughs> Does it sound better. like that? That's actually better. You know what I <laughs> don't like is when people sound like Gone with the Wind because no one uh, really sounds like that anymore. I mean, maybe very old people in Charleston. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a there's a way in Charleston that people talk that's a lot more distinguished and they sound like that. But it's, but that's like so of like a type of person, and it's not like. But people and and but North and South Carolina is, you know, I mean, I was just there last week and it's just like, you know, everybody had just sounds a lot more like this. And when they talk, it's like a lot more, mm-hmm. you know, like this. And we're going mean, to go to the store. We're going to get some. The South? What'd you say? Is where you're from considered the South? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, indeed. For As sure. a Yankee, I can say yes. As a Yankee. For sure. Which I also love because I forget <laughs> about the whole like Yankee thing until I go back there. Yeah. And it sometimes will be like just their way of getting at somebody. Well, you know, she's a Yankee. She doesn't know she's a Yankee. And I'm like, Yankee. I love And I that. grew up, I, I grew up hearing it. that. That, you know, that word. And I just would, you know, and, and we were taught to be like, that's other. That's someone that's who. So funny. They're very cold. Um, they are uh, very ignorant. Uh, really, they don't know good oh, food. Now, wow, now you know they don't, good, they don't have good taste. Know. People from the south. Well, that's a 
Just well, you know what? We, you know, it's like we, we lost a big thing in mm-hmm. 1865. Never that heard a lot of, of it. Tell me. <laughs> um, well, you, well, you won't hear of it because mm. our statues right, are coming down. Coming so down. You know about it, Liz. <laughs> um, you know, but uh, it's it is very strange how they have to hold on to like gentility and mm-hmm. things in the South that people want to hold on to. And there's a lot of great stuff about the South, and the food is, I mean, my God, amazing, mm-hmm. and people are friendly. And uh, yeah, I think that's the thing that what you saying? Gumbo, right? sure. Right. Gumbo is this gumbo. a different part of the South? Do they yeah. have that in, in uh, Carolina? They do. It's not really original. It's it's more of a that's Louisiana more of a New, New Orleans, yeah, Louisiana uh. thing. But we do. We definitely have a lot of uh, crock pot soups mm-hmm. and uh, just a lot of fried meats and a lot of <laughs> gravies <laughs> and just oh, just real good home cooked vegetables. Oh, but also like tomatoes, the best in the world. Oh, and yeah. peaches, peaches and, right? Yeah, yeah, Georgia yeah. peach, Georgia peach. I've heard of that. Yeah, there you so, go. I love educating a foreigner yeah, about our, our vast yes. nations. I love from, all of this stuff. Yes, our friend from Porpoise Spit. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Porpoise Spit. I'm still going. I'm still. Oh, that's not a real place, is it? It's in. I know it's in Muriel's wedding. But yeah, it, but is that's is that a real place? It's probably uh, it, a real it is. Place. It is a fictional place, but okay. it's based on a real place. Okay. Yeah, I mean that is, story is. What's real. that movie with Jonathan Sheck? Welcome to Whoop Whoop. Is Whoop Whoop mm-hmm. a real place? Whoop Whoop is not a real place, but it's it's <laughs> the the phrase that you say when you know far away. Oh. I wonder if it means yeah, like Whoop Whoop is means like, over, like the like, middle of nowhere. Yeah. Middle of nowhere. Yeah. Okay. Like Wagga Wagga. Is a real town okay. in the middle okay. of nowhere, so I think it's a derivative of I that. I see. Yeah. Oh, everyone, so where are you everyone, from? Everyone, exactly? Michael's Australian. Well, for, I, I yeah. figured that much, but whereabouts? I grew up in a town called Brisbane, okay. yeah, the capital Brisbane. of Queensland. Yeah. yeah, sure. Big capital city of yeah, Queensland. Big town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big town. Big town. Big town. Tell us more. Tell us more. And what does one do in Brisbane? It's a gateway to kind of the beaches, actually. Like if you really want to go to places like Nice, yeah. Drew, let's go. Oh, I want to go so bad. I have been. I actually have. Not been to Brisbane. I've only mm-hmm. been to Western Australia. Oh, okay. yeah. I've been to Perth and Margaret. Southwest Australia. Very specific. I mean, I a very specific wow. part it's of a, a very, huge what, country. What, very what far away. Takes you. So there. my what husband, you who you've met, is an mm-hmm. academic, and mm-hmm. he was um, he was offered this sort of conference. He did a presentation at a conference, and he called me. He goes, I got accepted to this conference at the University of Western Australia. And in the course of a three minute conversation, it went from that's hilarious to let's book a ticket. Let's oh, go yeah, right now. Of course, absolutely. <laughs> Our daughter at the time was like nineteen months old. What is that? Oh, that was very a, loud. It's just a flyby drone. Okay. Sure. <laughs> anyway, moving North, on. North Korea is attacking us. Good. Talking. Continue. <laughs> oh, just just roll on. Um, so, but she was like young enough that we didn't have to pay for her ticket. So it seemed like an appropriate Ooh, time to yeah. take a very oh, big trip no. somewhere. Yeah. There you go. So it was great. So we Did went you to. Like it? Oh my god, we loved it. Wow. Loved it. And it's like have you been to Western Australia? No, I've never been to Perth. I mean, well, it's so I remote. I recommend that you go <laughs> yes. the next it's time you're the most remote capital city in the world. Yeah. In terms of you know, yeah. geography and... And you know what it reminded me of? If you've ever been to Montreal, my sister lives in Montreal. Sure. It actually reminded me of that, which is also really? an oddly remote place mm. because it's so cold yeah. in the winter in Montreal. Yes. That, like, you yes. have to be a very hardy soul to live there. That's kind of what Perth felt like. Mm-hmm. Like, people are very far from everyone yes. else. Yes. But Margaret River yep. is gorgeous. Beautiful wineries. Yeah, oh, be- we went to some wineries. Yep. Yeah, we took the, our child and just <laughs> put her in a swing yeah. and drank and drank and drank. Knocked her out did not sleep. spit. <laughs> No. <laughs> oh no, we drank it all. Oh no, I would, would love to go on a trip all over Australia. You've I never been? To, never been? Oh, I didn't know that. Actually. No, I've never been to Asia, <laughs> to Africa, or, mm-hmm. or to Australia. Oh. I have a lot of the world. Ahead. A lot you of continents. Yeah, I mean, and I've and really not South America either. I I was in 
Caracas, Venezuela for one day as a part of a okay. Caribbean cruise. Mm. So, I, I mean, I'll, you know, it counts. Yeah. Especially yeah. now you can't go to Venezuela. So I can say that I've been to Venezuela. Wait, and you can't. I'm very ignorant of that fact. Why can't no, that, it, Oh, it's a huge, there's a huge uproar. I'm not sure of exact, but there's, it's, they don't know, there, uh, there's lots of unrest. It's very violent. Oh, oh, oh not, but we can't, we could go if we wanted to. I don't think so, actually. Really? I don't think you actually wow. can go. I think there is like some sort of, Embargo, travel embargo. There, I did not know yeah, that. it's it's hmm. that bad. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's yeah. Some rough the shape. Department of State does not want to have to deal with anyone who was right. stuck in yes. Venezuela. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Right, like that so, guy who went to North Korea and then came back almost dead. dead. Oh, yeah, yeah, he came back. Oh. He came back and then died. Oh, he came back in a medically induced coma. That's right. oh, okay. to keep it very light. Oh well, you know. <laughs> Well, thanks. Let's talk Liz. about his well, journey. Like, don't, can we just not talk? Can we about not go there? <laughs> North Korea today. No, I love. I always go there all the time. You go to North um, Korea all the time. Oh, I love it. It's so lush. <laughs> Such wonderful people. Oh, I wish it were lush. Great, <laughs> great television. There. Yeah, landscapes. <laughs> I bet it English is, gardens. I bet it actually is. Right. A part of it is probably beautiful, like yeah. countryside that oh, we'll never sure. see. That they, you know. It's so nuts there that like, oh. did you see that video of the girl that was talking about North Korea? I don't know. This brave no. girl did a video where she was basically like, we are being tortured. Like we are being <laughs> emotionally and spiritually, yeah. not, not always physically tortured, but we are not weird. There's one TV station that we can watch wow, yeah. and it's all propaganda. We have no movies. We have no yeah. books. We do not know Romeo and Juliet. We do not have, I mean, it is like what we were kept from. Huh. There's also a fascinating documentary called Under the Sun, mm. which um, a group of people went in there and they basically told the North Korean government that it was going to be a propaganda video. And they went in under wow. that and they went in and just filmed it. Oh, that's uh, and, and just showed like what the, what the students have to do in class, what a classroom is like and how, wow. and just the loneliness. It really, it really yeah. focuses on this yeah. one child and just the, just the horrible sadness of this, this one child. But it's fascinating a lot hmm. of it and how, a lot of it is that people are they're saying things and you hear people off camera feeding them lines and saying things to say mm-hmm. and to incorporate uh, into this propaganda. Film. Yes, wow. and uh, you know, so it's it's fascinating. Oh, kind of, you know, our friend Beth Crosby is obsessed. I know with she's North obsessed. Korea. I know she's the first thing yeah. I thought of. Is that weird that I thought? Oh of no, I think about Orange her all the time. When I <laughs> mentioned her, you know, do you know Beth Crosby? I don't know. If I do. oh, she's a goddamn delight. She is a treasure. I hope she's listening. I hope so too. Yeah, but she's obsessed with with North Korea. Yeah, she knows. Everything what about a great it. thing to be obsessed yeah. with, too. Like, yeah, it's, it's I know. an amazing country. I think we might I, all yeah. be at some point. It seems like it's we'll like, yeah. we will be. Yeah. We will Korea, be. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. At this point, you know, who knows? Who knows? I mean, our president was looking right into the eclipse this morning. What was that? <laughs> oh, God, Did you I see that? So. It's a wonderful hope. example. Did you see those pictures? No, all the pictures. He was looking right into the eclipse. Melania had her eclipse glasses on and yeah. she's looking away, looking pissed. Like, she's so done. She never wants <laughs> to be just, there. She is she's like, help me. I think she was done before the not campaign Not like I want to give her, not like I want to, like, you know, write her off either. I mean, you know, fuck her. Uh, fuck her hard. <laughs> because she's an immigrant. She's oh, an immigrant. Okay. And to be married to that guy, and yeah, she's yeah. and 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 I'm sorry, but just like, yeah. y- you know, the only way I would feel sorry for Melania is if it comes out that she was a sex slave, which she well, very well may she, have. Been. I do think she's a victim of abuse. Uh, oh, absolutely. So that's where absolutely. I that's where I harbor some. But I'm also like, if you could condone, I mean, I just don't understand at this point. You could just come out and be like, I'm I'm not with him. You know, right. like I'm I'm right. everybody else is jumping ship. 
you know, what mm. is she getting out of this anymore at this point? Yeah, I don't um, think she's getting anything. I mean, I think if she came out it. now and was like, I'm done, I think yeah. everybody would embrace her. They would turn her yeah. into this amazing, she would get her own show. She would oh, get yeah. anything she wanted. She'd, she'd be Oprah. She would she, get, oh my yeah. God. I would, oh my I would God. watch that show too. I'd watch her show. I would, oh, um, for sure. But she's, she's looking away, or she has the glasses on, and Baron, that's the kid, mm-hmm. yeah, I think um, that's is like looking down. And DT is glasses <laughs> off, staring right into the sun, which they've I mean, told everyone right. not to do. Not to do. Look, he says "fuck you" to everyone else. Yeah. Why wouldn't he say that? Why to the wouldn't sun? he? Of yeah. course. Why would I'm the look, sun? Of course, be he looked right into the sun. <laughs> I'm gonna look at this fucking thing. Yeah. 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 You, I can't look at you. Oh, oh really? I can look, oh, I can look at it though. It'll <laughs> yeah. let me look at it. Yeah, it'll be fine. I um, shit. And he yeah. will never tell us that he's half blind. Oh, but that's he the thing. Forever. We will never know. We will never know. Yeah. He'll be like, I love your purple tie. Uh, and he'll be like, it's no, not. That's but, not what it know. is. And, uh, well, he also doesn't pay attention to other people. I don't that's think he would true. ever notice if you had a tie that's on true. or if you were just, just makes it up. butt-ass nude in front of him. Um, <laughs> it's it's fascinating. It's a fascinating time that we're in. And this will absolutely be, well, uh, you know. Listen, you guys, this, let's all move to Australia. Oh, oh, I would. Uh, I would know, in a heartbeat. I would, well, you should move. You've never been to Perth. <laughs> you might want to visit like, Perth before you commit just, yourself. You know, yeah. I just have a thing about like, fuck you. You don't get our country. Like, no, you don't. Mm-hmm. I'm like such a fight, like stay here and fight person. Because I'm just like, no, that's not how we do things. Mm-hmm. I also love, and, by the way, you're sitting on the couch, legs <laughs> crossed. I am just going to stay here and fight. <laughs> and you are look, you're Liz, in a fighting pose I am, right now. I am in such a fighting pose. <laughs> Beautiful. I am doing so Shorts. Can I tell you? Shorts. 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 What do you have in your shorts? Like, I have, what do I have on my feet? Oh, Sperry top slippers. Slippers. I have top slippers. You guys. With no socks. And a Beverly a and Wilshire t-shirt. He I have is a tiny ready bottle of water. For the battle. I'm lounging <laughs> on a couch. He's holding a microphone with two fingers. I have two fingers. <laughs> oh, oh, listen. You hold a mic with two fingers and you gesture with the other three. There you go. Oh, it looks like a tiny violin. Yes. I am going to fight. I am going to fight war. No, but seriously. I wish you could see it. Seriously, I'm just of, I'm of that belief. I'm Mm. not of like running away and like, you know, no, like, you know, I, I think it's, it's, it's crumbling and it will go away. I also have this thing of like, I know that everybody wants him out of there. Mm -hmm. We all want him out of there. He wants him out of there. He wants Mm -hmm. to go. He's Mm -hmm. done. I think he was done election night. He he had no idea. He wanted to win. He wanted the victory, but he didn't want the job. No. But, there's going to be part of me that's going to be really pissed off if he, if he resigns. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll be right. happy that he's gone, but it, don't just, just quit. Oh, yeah. No, he needs to be indicted. He needs mm-hmm. to be embarrassed. Well, I hope he goes humiliated to jail. And go I to hope, jail. I hope he goes to jail. And then that's everybody wins. That's what I want wins. for this fucker. We all win. I don't want him the to Australians just leave win. and go, you know <laughs> what? Not for me. I'm going to go. Because then it's like, no, you left us with such a mess. But do you think he would? I, he's I don't think hubris. I don't yeah. think. I don't. I don't think, think he's he capable will. of feeling embarrassed. I think or he shame. will just. Right. I, I think, think he will be pulled out by force. He's he's already announced that he's campaigning for twenty twenty. Like he's oh, planning. Oh, on oh lord! Just and the biggest fear is that that will actually happen. And the thing like, is too, like win. you know, it's like something that my brother, was, who I was hanging with this week, uh, was talking. He was just like, "We're going to be stuck with him until he's dead, no matter what position he's in, right. because even if he's no longer president, he's going to take his fans." Somewhere, and it's going to be this whole thing. I was like, we're just with this loud mouth, mm-hmm. yeah. gaping pot of fudge until <laughs> the end of time. And of course, the media I blame as well. Of course. Of course. Absolutely. I mean, without a mouthpiece, he is nothing. 
But I, I will tell you this, because I'm from New York, and growing up, he was the hottest pile of fudge, as you mm-hmm, would say. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was just, I mean, hated, loathed yes. oh. in the, he's from, I'm from Brooklyn, he's from, he's an outer borough guy mm-hmm. who, you know, quote unquote, made good, but only off of his father's, yes. you know, uh, Kicks, business. Like yeah, he had yeah. no respect in New York. He had zero respect. And the only reason he even became a household name was that stupid show, The Apprentice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he... I mean, and I never watched that show because I hated him. Yeah. I already knew he was a but terrible, people have hated him human from, being. I mean, you watch Designing Women and Julia Sugarbaker right. has a right. monologue about him. Like, you go, we go far back. Yeah. I remember we had the, the Trump board game as kids. Really? In the 80s, we had, the, we had Trump the game. And it was just all about real estate. And- so then here's my question. What is he tapping into that he can become president? Like really, what right. is what is happening? Tapped into just a general malaise, a general like anger at people's uh, lack of success. Mm-hmm. He looks like a, a, a successful person to a lot of people who aren't successful. He looks like a, a self-made man. Um, I think everyone on both sides. Uh, is fed up with Washington and politics and red tape. And he walked in and said, I'm going to say whatever. Also, with someone with that extreme narcissism, like anybody else with a soul has doubts, Mm -hmm. has feelings of, I'm not sure about this or that, or I kind of think this, or let's compromise. Let's see this. He is, no, it's this, period. And I just say things, I'm saying the facts, and a lot of people are really romanced by that. Like they're vicariously living through his success. Yes. Mm, And they are trained that that man, someone that looks like that, is who who to be listened to mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. that that type of man has been you know CEO or the head of a board whatever like that's that looks like authority to a lot of people mm-hmm. whereas someone that looks like Barack Obama or Hillary Clinton just mm-hmm. they don't yeah and, and, it's, really- and I think for a lot of people it's that core thing I don't think people are you know overtly. But it's success in a real central casting kind of a way. Yes. Oh, oh, completely. No, 100%. no, we see through it. Yeah. Like, of course. That's what I kind of say. But people don't. And I, I think, too, like, people just think, like, uh, you know, um, uh, they they like that he has, like, a different opinion. They like mm-hmm. that he, you know, just talks straight. And they don't want, and it's like, but he's not talking straight. He's not making any sense. He doesn't know what he's saying. It's a straight talk that is vile. It's like vile. It's racist yes. and it's yeah. tapping into something that and people... so misogynist and, well, and, and just, just gross. And also our country, I mean, ostensibly was built on the basis of religious freedom, right? But then pretty quickly it, it, mm-hmm. it was overrun by money and, you know, slavery. I mean, talk about the money and the greed, the avarice you have to have to think that it's okay to trade people. So I know we're not the only country in the world that's done it, but that, that is what we are founded on. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's tapping into. Because we, I think for a while there, really wanted to pride ourselves on how far we'd come and civil rights and women's rights. And then it's now it's tipping. I'm not saying this is forever, that mm-hmm. we're done with yeah. those. It all goes away. Advances. Right. But it does. Well, it can go away the is, because there's this like undercurrent of people who are still clinging to right. this history that we have. And I also, I think we have come really far and I think we are going to win. I mean, I mean, we, I mean, and I feel like it's just a matter of you know, getting through this. And I think, you know, it's what I said, you know, on the day after election, I was like, life's a full-time job. We are not, mm-hmm. it's not like we achieved equality. Now we can move on. It is, we have to fight every 
single day. Mm-hmm. We have to be, we have to be um, awake and aware of what's going on. Um, there's so much institutional racism, sexism, everything going on that we're not even aware of homophobia, everything. Right. Mm-hmm. So we have to just, we have to be aware of it every day. And the people who, you know, want to, uh, you know, tear us down. But I think also, I think it's, it's, it's ultimately bringing more people together because there are more people going, you know what? I'm conservative, but I'm not, mm-hmm. but, you know, but I'm not that. Right. Cause that's, there's nothing conservative about Donald Trump. If you're conservative, I get it. I res- I don't, I'm, I don't agree, but I understand that perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but there, there's too many people that are just like, okay, no. And the people that are supporting him are, are, you know, Wrong. I mean, it's just, mm-hmm. it's a matter of that. And that's what I, when I get into it, it's like, there's just no other, there's another side to it. Winked or, you know, they don't know any better. That sounds so condescending. No, but, no, here's, but, but at this point, that there's, there's no other way to look but at it. But I do it. think there is one thing that, that became clear throughout all of this is that the right to life kind of faction of the U.S. is more powerful than we realized. And that, or that mm-hmm. it's, I shouldn't say that. I should say they, it is more powerful to them than I realized. Like that, that would be the defining issue, I think, in the end for a lot of people about this election, that they were not willing to vote for someone who would support choice. Mm-hmm. And that is a, that says, I mean, never mind what that says about being a woman in this country, but yes. that says a lot about your religious beliefs that as a, as a born again Christian, as someone who, you know, I've read the Bible. I'm not saying I'm born again Christian. I'm saying as a born again Christian for you to say that that's more important that, that abortion as an issue is more important than uh, caring for the poor, caring for yes. the sick healthcare. You Economy. know, these mm-hmm. are huge yeah. Christian fundamental ideals and anybody who has ever picked up a Bible knows that. So the idea that one issue would overshadow everything else, that surprised me. Mm -hmm. To be like a one issue voter. Yes, I think that was a, I think for a large part of the population, that's what happened. Mm -hmm. Well, and ultimately for whatever is going to happen when we get rid of Trump and whatever, whenever that happens, um, we're going to be dealing with that even more. I mean, that's going to be the battle with Pence. It's mm-hmm. going to be oh, a yeah. choice mm-hmm. and and gay rights and gay rights, yeah, because sure. he is so violently homophobic and so anti women. And yeah. I think those are two wrapped up together for him. Mm-hmm. I think he hates women for not giving him the pleasure that he thinks he's supposed. Which is the to. more terrifying prospect? I mean, obviously, you know, they control these parts of the government mm-hmm. right now, but he's such a shot. Trump is such a sideshow. It seems like mm-hmm. that it's a distraction from what yes. really be achieved. Yeah. Yes. No, that's well, true. and that's why they propped him up because they thought we're going to get him to be able to do that. Now it's, it's gone horribly wrong for them. I mean, I'm, I'm oh, delighted yeah. in the fact that they've gotten nothing <laughs> yeah. done, but it, you know, it, it's, and, and, and the thing with Pence, it's, he's an evil. We know he's an evil. We understand it. We'll fight it and we'll win. Mm-hmm. He, and also talk about someone who is also hated by his home state. Everyone in Indiana hated Mike Pence. Mm-hmm. They hate him. So it's just a matter of like, and he has no, he has none of the charisma. So it's like, we'll have a really annoying three years with him <laughs> and, 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 and defend. Also, it's a lot harder to undo laws than it is to, you know, than to make them. So yeah. once we've passed like gay marriage, once we've, it's a lot harder to undo that mm-hmm. than it is to yeah, get that to passed, you know, which arguably is why he's spending so much time f- trying to get North Korea to bomb us. You know, he's, I think he's realized, Oh, I can't actually do any governing. So let me just come up with something else that's going to be interesting. Or just we have like a nuclear war. (laughs) Right. Would that be fun? Yeah. Mm. I can defend against that. That'd be great. (laughs) 
Anyway, how are your wigs? Um, <laughs> you go from there. Um, well, I want to talk. I want to. I want to hear from you too. I want to hear like um, stories. And we talk politics a lot out here because because it's oh, what's yeah, happening. Yeah. You can't not. It's yeah. like what's going on in the world. It's crazy. Um, talk about each other. Talk about oh, each yeah. other. I'm, oh, I, sure. I, I was telling Liz this. I met. I saw her at my very first Groundlings show. Really? In like that would have been. 2000 and what when were you that would have been 2007 probably yeah yeah Yeah. and that was the first grounding show I ever saw so you were you were in Sunday Company right after I right after you I think I started in 2006 I was 2006 to 08 okay the year I was oh I was oh four and oh five was okay yeah when I did it yeah Mm -hmm. Uh uh-huh and she did a sketch called the the fucker bucket the fuck it bucket? The fuck it bucket. What yeah, is well, that? I want to hear about that. I Well, listen, Michael remembers it better than I do. He did I remember other people's sketch sketches fan. better than my own. I know I do too. I remember other people's things better than me. my own. Of course. Yeah. What is it? What is it? It was just Liz and Annie Sertich played lawyers. Uh-huh. And something's going terribly wrong on a particular brief. They're like, oh, no. By the way, it was probably all made up words that we didn't understand. I got it. There's no legally. Oh, like when you write sketches. It's like, oh, I this love, brief is not working. The Peterson file is here. Like when you write <laughs> sketches, reports. it's like those just generic. <laughs> so many reports. Placeholders. I have a PowerPoint I have to do, and it's not working. I know. I, I just did it. that yesterday. <laughs> didn't go well. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, Michael. <laughs> Michael's currently in the Sunday Company of the Grounds. Go see him Sunday nights if you're in LA. You can learn about PowerPoints. Uh-huh. Yes, indeed. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it was a couple of lawyers and they were having a problem and and uh, they came up with a solution, which is to just put it in the fuck a bucket. And then they sang a song. I do remember the song. <laughs> Say fuck it and put it in a bucket. <laughs> it was a very catchy. And they had a bucket on stage that they put that brief in. There was business. Oh, my oh it was God. great. Oh, was there a dance number? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I love oh, it. I was like pretty like, it was, it was sort of like. Stock, stock. starfish jumping around. <laughs> well, that's the other thing when you put up, you know, you the sketches at the ground. Like, you have so little time <laughs> when you time. write a musical. You're like, we put this up on a Wednesday night, and then we don't come back to it until right. you know Sunday afternoon, <laughs> hours before an audience is there. So we have to choreograph it, and we have 20 minutes with this sketch. And a musical Good director, it's and a like musical, a and there's, gig, and there's no there's no choreographer. I mean, no. you're lucky if your director knows musical theater, but it's it's hard yeah. to, you know, yeah. go from there. Well, um, look, the indignities. That was the moment. Oh, the indignities. <laughs> Why can't Susan Stroman come in and just choreograph a number for me? I mean, my goodness. Michael Kidd. There's yeah, so many great really? choreographers out there. Yeah. Well, you know, Michael <laughs> Kidd. Uh, his daughter was in the Sunday Company with me. Really, Amy Kidd was in the Sunday. Amy with- Kidd? No kidding. Yes, I did not know. So that. Michael Kidd came to our show almost every week. He and oh, Sheila, adorable. Uh, his right. wife, and they are. They were. Sheila's still around. Michael uh, died in his late nineties a few years ago, and he was an adorable man. Oh. And I'll never forget. He he loved every. He got to know everyone, in the, and they would have us over for dinner a lot, and. I did a sketch about Dolly Parton and he found an old 45 Dolly Parton record and gave it to me. Oh, that's so and sweet. He, uh, after one show, he came over and he goes, I was noticing you had really big feet. Uh, and I was like, I do. He's got he an eye like, for that. What size do you wear? Yeah. I mean, it's, it was his job. And I was like, I'm a 12. He goes, okay. And uh, a week or so later, he showed up and he gave me these slippers from a hotel in Tel Aviv. What? And wow. he was like, they were too big for my feet. And I just saw them and I thought Drew might like them. Oh, so, that's so cute. 
Isn't Michael that Kidd's, the sweetest? That's very sweet. Michael Kidd gave yeah. me a pair of slippers that from, you know. Did you hang them on the wall? Uh, oh, I just framed them. I just pulled that choreographer's name out of thin air. Yeah. And I know you I have a pair it. of his slippers. Yeah, that well, it's so impressive. weird. When I met Amy years ago, uh, uh, there was so weird. I asked her what her last name was, and I said, "Oh, like Michael Kidd." And she, I don't know why. Right. She said, "Because exactly. Kidd is, you know, not the weirdest last name." And and she said, "That's my dad." And I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Um, he was a he was a lovely, a perfect uh, gentleman. Well, that's and the nice. stories were just fantastic, oh, like I insane. Mm-hmm. He choreographed Guys and Dolls with Frank Sinatra and Marlon Brando. <laughs> Come yeah, on. those are some stories. Those are some. Those are some names. He directed Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews <gasps> is still a, a friend all the way, like <sighs> till the end. So cool. you know, I'm oh, in, Hollywood I'm a dance. Oh, they just don't make them like that anymore. No. Oh, they just don't. Yeah. Oh, I love it. It's yeah. all YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's all YouTube. <laughs> it's all YouTube. Well, oh, no, Michael, yeah. they do have Broadway still. No, still a Hamilton. They just they just looked up some steps on YouTube. <laughs> That's <laughs> all they did for <laughs> Hamilton. They jumped around like starfish for <laughs> three right. hours. <laughs> Oh, You've been there. Been, I love it. Why well, go to Hamilton when you have YouTube? Exactly. <laughs> That's what I, always I did say. see Hamilton recently. I did it good? see it too. It's I've not seen did it. you see it in New York or here? I did. Okay, it's, I it's went to high school with Lynn. We what? Did, we did high school theater together. Shut up. Yeah. Holy shit. And was yeah. he a pain in the ass? No, he was a delight. Oh, that's so he great. Was a delight. I knew he would be. Yeah. Um, so you went to high school with Lynn Mer- Manuel Miranda. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I did. And you know who else was in our little theater troupe was Chris Hayes of MSNBC. Oh my gosh. Wow. Somewhere there's a a picture of the three of us and another girl who was in you know, the theater world. And we were doing like the, I'm standing to the left with my arms out and you're standing to the right with your arms out. It was that kind we're of We're all move. in a production of Closer Than Ever. <laughs> it was just... And this yeah. is where it starts. Here we are. <laughs> oh my God, how crazy. Great. That is nuts. Yeah. Um, well, I saw In the Heights years ago and a friend like took me to that and I was not interested in going and I fell in love with it mm-hmm. when I saw it. And Hamilton was the same thing that I was like, you know... It was right before, right when it, uh, I, I saw like the, the um, last week of previews, like oh, a couple yeah. days before it opened in New York. And I ran into, just name drop, why not, uh, <laughs> Jan- Jonathan Groff mm-hmm. I, and, at dinner. And I was, and he was like, I'm doing this show. And I'm like, what show are you in? He's like, Hamilton. <laughs> and I was like, you're in Hamilton? Like, I had no idea. Like, and I'm like, I hear that's good. <laughs> and I'm like, this was before, this was like, I mean, minutes before the mania happened, you know? Right. And I was like, oh, I, I, I'm hoping to see it this week. And he's like. It, it's impossible to get in. Let me know the days. And so, thanks to Jonathan Groff, I was able to get in. Wow! And I had the Before best. Seats. Wow, that's great! The, like just, I, I was like I in the last couple previews, I saw it, and it was like. I, I kept wanting to pause it and just let mm-hmm. the last moment sink in before yes, the it's next so thing. Fast. It happens it so, so fast. quickly. It's so many things, and it is so our story, and it is just mm-hmm. the most fascinating. Most it's it's a wonderful. It's perfect. It is. It's great. one of the it gr- it's, it's one of the great. greatest shows yeah, I've ever is. seen in my life, and I yeah, know that's agreed. very pat to say because it's Hamilton. But no, but I felt why. the same way when I saw it. I thought it's not going to live up to the hype. I mean, and, I, and this is a person I essentially grew up with. I was like, you know, whatever. It's going to be great. I'm going to like it, but. 
it was it really is perfect. Did you talk to him afterwards? No, he was. He's not in it anymore. Oh, of course yeah. he's not. Of course he's not. And we were friends in high school, but I'm not gonna. I mean, my Facebook friends. I'm not gonna be like, hey, <laughs> you know, you're uh, the hugest hit of all time that's currently running. Could you get me a ticket real quick? I don't I haven't seen you in 15 I years. Know, but, I know. So I I never did see him. No, in it. Yeah, but, but the cast was amazing too. I saw Bobby McFerrin's son played. Um, oh. Played Hamilton, and oh, I think okay. I tell me if you agree. I think it's probably impossible to not fall in love with Hamilton watching that show. Oh, absolutely! Right? So I think I saw Lynn, I saw Lynn do it, and yeah. he was just uh, yeah, just a force of nature. And I'm not even going to say but because and uh, Leslie Odom. Oh. As Aaron Burr. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was like that performance. I was like, just hand him the Tony now. Yeah. Because that was, I, I couldn't believe it. And Jonathan Groff was so amazing. Who did it. he play? He was uh, King George. Oh, King George. Oh, okay. And oh, right. Of course. He yeah. was like this evil cupcake. He was so dainty and delicious oh, and yeah. hilarious. But I saw and Brian Darcy James. Is that okay. And he was oh, he's also back in it? phenomenal. I think he's done now. He was, I think he was back. Maybe Cause three, he did it originally. Yeah, he did he it at was, the public. Oh, he did. Yeah. yeah. So he was phenomenal. Oh, wow. Is Taryn Killam doing it now? Taryn is did he? it. Taryn did it for a while in, in New York and he's not doing it anymore. Okay. Huh. Um, and then uh, Rory O'Malley is doing it now in LA at the tour. Oh, in Great. LA. Okay. Yeah. Is it finished on so, Broadway? No, 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 it's still going. No, it's it'll it'll run still going forever. forever. It's but it's also in LA. It's it's at the Pantages right now. So I'm going to try and see it again if I can. And hey, let me know. I will. Yeah, I will. Yeah. We should go. Yeah, should go. I think there's a tickets. there's a lottery apparently. There is like the lottery. It's you can stand outside. But I think you can. There's an app. Someone told me there's there an app. There is an app that's like that's. <laughs> what involved, tell me about what is an app? There is an app that I saw <laughs> that, that, that is involving a scavenger hunt, and I'm oh, not interested in that. I hate that shit. No, it's like go to Santa Monica. Oh, Go to Santa Monica for no reason. Yeah. Oh no. I'm sorry. It's why I stopped I auditioning for commercials. <laughs> Truly, I stopped auditioning for commercials. I was like, I can't drive to Santa Monica. No, we both live in Los Feliz. You can't. You're no. near Los Feliz now. Yeah. You no, can't. thank yeah. you. Um, okay. I want. I want you to tell me stories. One of you. Who wants to go Who first? Who would like to go first? We should flip a coin. Oh, is that oh, it takes too much time. You just go. I mean, I have a musical theater story. Oh, tell to, oh my, great. To my kind of bleed. Oh, please. I love it. Okay, so this is a story about the day uh, Haley Mills. Do you guys know who I that know is? Haley Mills. Yes. I love Pollyanna fame. Pollyanna, yeah. Summer Magic. Yeah. Yep. The moon spinners. <laughs> the moon spinners, I don't know. Oh, it's a more obscure one. She was an adult. It was Greek. And then Saved by the Bell. She was on that. That's right. She, she was. was. She was on that. She was a teacher. She was a teacher. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, she wasn't one of the students. No, she wasn't one of the students. Um, she could have been a parent. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, there you go. Maybe. Now this is the day she reamed me a new asshole. <gasps> oh good. What? Yeah. Good. Haley Mills. Pollyanna tore me apart. Oh my god! I need to know all of <laughs> Please this. Please tell me more. Okay, so. When I was 12 years old, I was in a production. Oh, you were a child? I was, once I was oh, a child. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, no, I was I this was no, no. I was oh, 12. Just, I just turned 12, like 11, 12. Oh, I hate her. <laughs> no, I should say at the outset, this was completely deserved. I was going to say. 100% okay. my fucking fault. Do, you know, she was absolutely justified. So that, <laughs> that will also color everything oh, that I'm you, about Michael. to say. Okay. Uh, so I was 12 and I was in a production of The King and I in Brisbane, which was this big thrill. It was a yeah. touring production. Sure. And she came over from England to play Anna Leon Owens. Of course. And I was. Now, did they just, did they have like a, a like the, the, the leads, like the principals were all from the tour and then they would just cast 
locals yes. as okay. They, they coast lo- cast locals as the children. Okay, but everybody else, mm. the all the adults were from like the Philippines and so Australian. So, were you actors playing and- a, a Filipino? <laughs> I play- Yeah. Uh, no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I, uh, <laughs> Michael just did a series I of just, pantomimes yes. that really that you had to be here. You to had see. to see that. I was you like flustered. <laughs> like, um, but just to be clear, no, you were I, not. You were no, not. Played I, played, I played her son. Oh, Louis okay. Lewis He's the character where you know she comes across to Siam with her son. Okay. Um, so in the musical, there's that scene where she uh, teaches the children uh, for the first time or meets them. And if you know the musical very well, but they sing Not that very song. Well, but I remember this yeah, part. Mm-hmm. That part where they sing getting to know you. Yeah, I was going to say getting yeah. to know. It's that's the do re mi of exactly. <laughs> that exactly. That scene. There's always <laughs> yes. the governess meets the kids right. scene. So uh-huh. That's that. And in this particular production, there is a, that scene was on like a, a big moving platform that started upstage and kind of moved downstage at the top of the scene. And it was all very, elaborate and beautiful and had steps on it and mm-hmm. gold gilding and stuff and um, you know so normally I would get into position backstage on this platform <laughs> minutes before the scene was due mm-hmm. to start like you know like you're supposed to getting be, ready getting ready sure well a couple of weeks into the run I was feeling a bit confident you know and and smart oh. and up myself mm. and so before this scene I went around this day. I went around to the wings to watch the scene before, which was the king singing this big solo. This amazing Filipino actor, Tony Mourinho, was singing uh, his big song. And so I'm like on the ground with my head popped up, <laughs> you know, like this on my stomach, watching this actor do this amazing song and thinking how cool I was, absorbed in this. And it's that moment, you know, when the song finishes oh, no. and you recognize the sound. Your cue, the sound your, of your cue. The, the sound of your cue. And you're absolutely not where you're supposed to be. Oh. And my asshole just oh. clangs shut. My 11-year-old, 12-year-old. Oh, my God. And I like bolt up. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. <gasps> I'm not like, and this, by this scene, this, this series, I've seen this probably a cup, like 20 seconds from starting. Yeah. So oh. I jump up and I start running to the backstage area because he was right downstage. So I'm quite away from where I need to be. And I'm like running past all these other people and uh, my clothes caught on the lighting <sighs> rig. I remember oh my and, like, God. it starts to sway and I hit the barn door bit, you know, and oh, it just wow. like shakes. And I, so I'm running backstage and I see in the darkness the platform and everyone's up there like Hayley Mills is in the ready uh, center of it ready to go all the kids are in position a couple of the king's wives and <laughs> the fucking thing starts to move <gasps> downstage and I'm like I'm probably not going to make it I'm still running I thought do I just not go on tonight wow I'm like well I, I, I this, this is all happening in slow motion of like, course of course I'm like well I have lines in the scene I have the, the, in the musical, the stage version, his, the Lewis Lennon's character is a bit more fleshed out. Like he has blocking with the other characters and a, a duet in that scene. With well, yeah, and if you don't go out, that, there's no way. You have to go you out. Have to yeah, go out. exactly. So I had that thought. And I'm like, I, so I run, I start bounding like a gazelle towards this moving platform. Oh. And I jump up onto it and it starts to, sh- it shakes. It's like, because it's this little motorized thing. And I think it's run by this guy underneath it whose job it is to drive it. And so he's probably thinking, what the fuck is going on up there? Who is jumping on my platform? And I run, I jump past Hayley Mills and she, I caught her face and she's furious. She had an umbrella 
And Zena, I remember, and she's shaking this umbrella at me. Oh. And uh, I get into position, she turns and she goes to me, where, in the beautiful English accent, where have you been? <gasps> Very naughty boy. Oh, <laughs> wow. And right at that moment, as I'm planting, <laughs> the lights come up. I literally just made it. We launch into the song and the scene starts. I mean, it was just... and I'm The so, audience did not know. They had well, no idea. They had no idea. Right. I had a friend in the audience from school that night and I specifically asked him, yeah. did you notice anything weird about the start of that scene? And he said no. I it's crazy how like wow. the things like that that you that happen and you're like oh everything's gone to shit and people watching don't know sometimes it looks like something happened there but so rarely but do you right. are you able yeah. to point out like oh they missed an entrance because mm-hmm. uh-huh. sometimes it's like somebody's line was weird or yeah. you know and you don't really always know. well it's Registered. so rare now, that someone sh- actually falls down or something you don't see yeah. that you you yeah you, you really yeah. yeah. And was, now, did she ream you after? No, that was that was the only moment we ever spoke of it together. Wow! <laughs> that but moment. that takes—I mean, you know—if she's a traditional English woman, yeah, it took a lot for her to even do that to like shake an umbrella. Although maybe <laughs> not, because maybe she was like, "I'm the grown-up and you are the child." Mm-hmm. And where is Nanny when we need her? Well, I mean, <laughs> but I mean, like, there's—you know—like traditionally English people can repress so much yeah. rage, and mm-hmm. oh, yeah. so like just her doing that, I'm just saying, oh, yeah. was like. Right. Uh, Meant, yeah, you fucked up big time. I fucked up big time. I mean, I was sheepish around her for several days of you know, but she was completely fine about it. Like, I think the worst thing that well, the only other thing that happened was the stage manager the next came the next night came up to me and said, So, we're not gonna get very absorbed into Tony Mourinho's performance. Aww. In the scene before, are we? Oh no, no. Oh, in well, your defense, well, you were so young. I mean, wouldn't yeah. you have a handler or some wrangler, somebody who would be like, "You need to be here they now." Had, Twelve. They year had old. that for the very young kids, okay. for right? Like seven and eight year right. olds. Yeah. But I was on my own. Well, and in that moment, you're like, "You'll never do it again." No, and you're like, "I will never, I will never do this yeah. again." Because I realize that I've made everyone. Yeah. To this just, day, I'm like very sensible about entrances mm-hmm. and it, on into a scene. Mm-hmm. And I'm always like just a couple of like backstage. I, I have to be the same way because I have missed entrances before and the feeling of just mm. like oh. I've disappointed everyone. I remember in high school I was in a production of Harvey. You know that old chestnut <laughs> oh, yeah, that alcoholic that old who sees rabbits. It's a rabbit show. Yes. Show. It's you know, it's delightful about it. Just a, a full blown drunk and everyone has to deal with him. Um and I I missed an entrance and I remember and I just and I was backstage talking to someone and I just heard that eerie, yep. creepy silence Ooh. on stage. Yep. And you're like, what's going on? Where are they right now? And then I heard someone on stage say, what are we waiting for? Or something like that. Or what's, or or what, you know, and then I heard one person go, Dr. Sanderson. And that was my character's name. But that's actually a pretty smart way to get you on stage. I was like, (laughs) oh my God, I have to. And so I ran on stage and I was like, sorry. And I think I like you know, it was like I was with another patient or something. And, but the audience didn't laugh cause they don't know that I've missed an entrance. They just, I made everyone on stage look like an idiot, Yeah, you know? Right. And then we covered for it, but it was like, no, it was no fun for anyone no. involved. That's the thing. And we just did, you know, we, and Michael's done a couple of shows with us when we do the golden girls mm-hmm. live on stage. And for the first time ever, this last time we just did a, um, a clip show where we did re- recaps. Like remember the moment oh, when, yeah. remember the time when, and they were just a few, shows where we would get off on what clip we were in 
Because there was no connective tissue. It was like, that was fun. Remember vacation? And then that was it. So there was no sense of knowing what came next. And we never left the stage except to, you know, and so, uh, you know, or like we would leave and then have to come right back on again just to, you know, show like, and there were just so many times we would get so confused. And I just was that I was just I'm a, I'm a nervous wreck about making an entrance. It's just one of those things. Yeah. You're just like, yeah, I will uh-huh. be, I wait backstage. I know other people will like hang around and other things. And I'm always oh, no. like, I am, I am people, such a nerd about if that. If there's too mm-hmm. much tomfoolery backstage, it's cause I'm scarred by it. I think I'm always yeah. like seconds away from being like everyone, everyone straight. No, I'm the same way. I'm so, I'm so serious backstage and I'm always amazed at actors that can be like, fuck around and then immediately go out and do it. I'm like, I don't trust myself. I don't trust my, the performance that I can't be and I'm very quiet backstage and I'm, I'm very exactly like I just I have to be the same way but the funny part is as comedians like because I'm relatively the same way and you like you're dressed in an absurd oh, I know. wig an absurd I'm, costume yeah. and you're just like everyone be serious I know we have a show to do exactly and I am dressed I am like an old timey yes locomotive yeah, I know, engineer. A, a, yeah exactly a prospector <laughs> you know but it's like I know I am fully aware of how ridiculous I am. I'm yeah. in full Betty White drag, you know, the giant <laughs> bubbled blonde wig, yeah. and you know, and, yeah. I, and you know, and a, a sweater with pelicans on it. And I'm like, <laughs> you guys, focus. Yeah. Theater yeah. with an R E. Zip zap zap go. <laughs> it has to be ready. It has yes. to be ready. You know what yes. it is, but it has to be yeah. ready. Yeah. Um. Oh my god, I love that. I love it so much. Oh yeah. Liz, I want to hear. It. Um. Okay. So here's my story. There. I don't know if it's all actors listening to your podcast, so I will prep. This story? Do I need to preface? It's well, no, no, no. It's yeah. not everything. We, I mean, I know a lot of actors do listen, but no, no, a lot of people who are not actors. Just a couple things to know: if you're an actor and you go out of town for a job, you uh, get put up in a nice hotel. Mm-hmm. You're flown, you know, first or business, right? So this nice, some nice perks, and you're also given what's known as a per diem, so you get a little money um, to cover the cost of meals. You know, mm-hmm. if you if you're not eating at home, blah blah blah. Well, you guys know all that. Just just to set the scene. No, that's good. That's good. That's just so we know. So um, I went. Uh, I flew to a an undisclosed exotic locale in case this person is listening um, <laughs> to shoot something with a crew of people I'd never met before. But we, we got there. We were staying in this great hotel. We go downstairs to have a few drinks. Oh, this is fun. We got an early call time. But I think I was the one who was like, let's just have another round. Why not? Let's just still be fun. Oh. And uh, it's actually not going where you might think it's going um, because everyone did make it a set the next morning. But what happened while we're sitting at this nice bar is one of the men on uh, one of the other actors turns and says, oh, look, there are a couple of working girls sitting there at the bar. And I said, oh, look at that. Well, that's your per diem right there, buddy. Get over there. Come on. You can do it. I'm a comedian. So I say things like this, Uh not expecting anyone to take me up on that. Right. I went upstairs and went to bed in my very soft hotel bed, (laughs) woke up at an ungodly hour the next morning and got into this van that we were all in to go to set. And it's, you know, 5.15 or something. And this guy nudges me and goes, hey, I did it. (gasps) I said, so much pride. What are you talking about? He goes, and also glee. I mean, he was gleeful. And I said, what are you, what are you talking about? He goes, remember when you told me I should have sex with that prostitute? (gasps) And I said, no, I don't because I never said that. That's uh, not what happened. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, yeah. Remember you told me, get over there, spend your per diem money on that prostitute. 
And I Why did is he it. putting all that on you? He put it entirely <laughs> squarely like, upon my care. shoulders. I don't care, dude. I hope you had fun. I but, don't care. But like, gross, number one, that a, you're telling me. Gross. I mean, really, like, worse to tell me than to actually do it. If you 100%. actually do it, I really don't care. Yeah. But you the next morning, like, nudge, nudge. Nudge, nudge. How gross and is that? And by the way, like, I just met you. I just met you. I just you, met you yesterday. And I was kidding. And I was kidding. And, and now... You've had sex with a prostitute, which he, I, I'm pretty sure he said, like, this is my first time. I've never done this before. I don't know if I believe you. And, no. If you're well, willing someone, for me to goad you into it, like, the night before a shoot, this is probably a regular car. This is, it's got to be. Right? But I would love it if, like, was this guy, like, in a relationship or married or oh, something? Oh, no. And, and, okay. No, 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 nothing okay. like that. Well, oh, because I don't like, even hey, think I would have joked about this it. This person told me to do it. I'm <laughs> yeah. a complete victim in this situation. I get this Facebook message like, hey, heard you were on set with my husband and made him sleep with a <laughs> Held a gun to his head. Unzipped Stood his Stood outside the door. Uh, you know, I mean, I just, I, I mean, oh my God, how crazy. Yeah. What, and 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 uh, were there any more occurrences of that with this? No, person? but he talked about it. It was like a thing that he never he didn't get into graphic detail, but he wanted to tell. I think there were five of us on this job. He wanted to tell each of us the story individually because also we were all there when I said that thing, and everyone else knew I was kidding, and no one so, else assumed he would take me up on that offer. Here's the thing: like you, when you pay someone to have sex with you. I have I have no problem with that. I really don't. I think it should be legal. I think it's I think it's great. I'm very pro sex work. I think it's a I think it's a necessary uh, thing that we have in society. I really do. And I it's think the oldest profession. It's the oldest profession. Um, but there's nothing to brag about. No. You are paying someone. Like it's a sure like as Julia Roberts would say in Pretty Woman, I'm a sure thing. It's like <laughs> no. you're not yeah. you don't have to wine Pretty and cool. dine nope. me. I don't need the yeah. champagne no. and strawberries. No. <laughs> you know, so no. it's not like you did anything to no, get No, but that. he was really proud of himself. He was proud and almost like That's what I don't understand. There was a part yeah. of me that felt for him because he was like a puppy. He was so happy. So maybe he's maybe he hadn't ever done it. Maybe he hadn't had sex in years. I don't actually know. Because I didn't know him. I think that's probably it. It must Maybe. be that. Yeah. And it's Maybe. the thing where it's like, <laughs> it's you know, yeah. um, people people have sex, or so I hear. Uh, <laughs> and it's like, uh, that's not anything. I, I don't understand what... Uh, it's And also, we're not in eighth grade. Right. You know? Like, it's not like, <laughs> oh my God, guess what I did last night? <laughs> it's just like, yeah. why are you... I, I, I don't No, I mean, but that's how he acted like it's we were classic in classic wow. comedy like I mean yeah. that's a recipe for a you know a sketch I yeah. know I know yeah. like how like, you know that's just like and bragging about it's you may as well just be like oh my god I bought the most expensive thing on the menu last night at the restaurant like it's just right. the same thing it's like okay Cool, you did something. Like you didn't. You had an experience. It was probably <laughs> new for, for you. you. Yeah. yeah. This is you're coming out of your shell, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. But now that now that you say that, I think that's exactly what it was. He was lonely. Uh-huh. Okay, now he I'm must feeling have been. sad about it. <laughs> no. he was and then the rest of the trip, he was really buddy buddy with us, and there was a lot of like pictures on Facebook of our. You tra- brought him out of his trip. shell. Maybe. Oh yeah. Maybe Boy. I should be proud of myself. Absolutely. The other thing too that I think is is something that's fascinating to me about actors. Uh, you know, when when we get like a, a weird job, away, a lot of times, especially when you're like taken away. Mm-hmm. Um you immediately become so close with people that you've just met. Right. You know, and it's like, like work and, on a show and, uh, right. And then it's like, right. When you, and, but I mean like 
on a shoot when it's like a 12 hour day, sometimes it's like you have, sometimes you have a day with these people, Mm -hmm. but you get so close so quickly mm-hmm. and people, I mean, I've had people like tell me so much about their lives and feel so intimate and that, and that sort of thing. And actors are always like these open wounds of like, hey, heal me and, <laughs> and pay attention to me and validate me and all that. God. But like, it's just, it's, it's nuts when, you know, you, you know, you really don't spend that much time. You haven't built any sort of friendship and we're all being paid to work, to be right. here. So like none of us are choosing to hang out with each other. Well, it's like that prostitute. And um, that prostitute. We, well, that's the either. thing. I don't see much different in what we do. In mm-hmm. that. I mean, I really don't. I'm like, we're paid to entertain you. Yeah. And it's why I'm being paid here. And there are many times that like in my life, I feel very similar to a prostitute. Mm-hmm. And I don't say that in any disparaging way to prostitutes. Oh, no. I'm like, yes. I, um, you know, put on makeup and a wig <laughs> and I, you know, entertain you and you pay me money when I'm done. And also you know? we have to accept a lot of abuse, for yes. lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. And People shouting when, things. You know, I mean, I've done, you know, shows, especially when I was, when I was doing a lot more, uh, you know, like shows as my Chloe 70 alter ego, I would do shows at these like, horrifying parties where I'm walking around and taking pictures of people that are manhandled, like pulling at you, yeah. grabbing you and you don't exist. You're, you're a clown to them. You, you know, and then, um, I've been in situations where it's like three o'clock in the morning and I'm having to find the host of this party to, to track him down to say, where's my check? Where's my check? Oh, oh, God. And meanwhile, like, oh. like cocaine and, and prostitutes to speak of are being called over and you're like, oh, can we just, can I get out of here? And, yeah. you know, and I, with a shred time, of dignity. This, this one time I was, I was with a friend of mine and it, he was going, that was able to take a friend to the party. And he was like, oh my God, your life, you get paid to walk around a party. Like you're not even performing. And I'm like, Gross. just wait. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm, I do like a lot of it. And a lot of it is so bizarre. And within like 30 minutes, he looked at me and goes, oh, I get it. You know, because you're like, I'm not, I would never choose to hang out with these people. They're paying me to be Mm -hmm. here. It's an oddly impersonal experience. You know, yes. And then, and yet they're all like coming up into, you know, and then you're just, they're grabbing at you or they're waving you across the room. Like, come here, come here, do this and say that. And then, and then um, to take, you know, pictures and stuff. And then at the end of the night, I finally just was like, I, I can't find this guy. And so my friend had to find this guy and was like, you've, you've got to pay got to pay drew and then i had a check that was scrawled in chicken scratch that was made out to chloe oh, oh so no. how, what, was, what was the end result of that were you able to i just i just tried to copy his handwriting right next to it and just wrote my drew drogi after it and it was fine it, it was okay deposit, you know right. but it was like that's how wasted this guy was and how impersonal it was right. like, he didn't even know what my name was yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and it was just like Ugh. i'm sure it's a similar need you know? to be have six I had sex with or to be entertained. Hmm. It's the same. Well, and, you know, and, and I would never that's be invited primal. to the party as me. Right. You mm-hmm. know, and, and that's the same as like with a lot of how a lot of prostitutes are treated where it's like, I would never want to have a conversation with you. I just want you for this thing. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. And I think the power that they can have in that is like me too, bud. 
we're in this together. I'm in this for this thing called the dollar and I'm out of here. Yeah. And you have to tell the client, you know, I would imagine I've never done it, but you have to say to the client like, oh yeah, I don't know. What do you say? I mean, do you say, I love you? Do they, you know, are you, Mm. do you get paid more to say those things? But I think there's some of that that happens on stage, right? You're up there and someone in the audience is shouting hateful things at you and you're like, "Uh uh-huh, great. Uh You look good too. Anyway, and you have to make a joke of it, but you also can't, you can't go so far that they leave and want their money back and, Mm -hmm. you know. No, I know. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you have to please. I mean, I worked yeah. I, when I worked in Amsterdam. There was a bar at our theater. Oh, you worked at Boom Chicago. At Boom Chicago, yeah, oh. and there was a bar, and like we'd leave the theater. We'd you know kind of glad hand people when they were leaving. A lot of people would just go home, and then there would be a fair amount of people that would sit at the bar and want to buy you a drink and talk to you. And it's nice in a way, but in another way, you're like, I don't know you at all, and you think you know me because you just watched yeah. me for an hour and a half. And you know, it's partly sketch, but some of it is improv. So you're watching me, you know my name, you know, mm-hmm. and now we're sitting here at a bar talking, and I just want to go home. I'm yeah. done, mm-hmm. but I also want you to come back I and know. bring your it's bring your thing. office, like, bring all the lawyers and it's, the it's Jenkins a really file. hard thing because people who really do like you and like what you do, you want to give them that time. And mm-hmm. it means a lot when someone really likes what you do. It really does. And, you know, I mean, even, I mean, at the golden girls show, I had someone who, who flew in from out of town to, to see the golden girls oh, and wow. she listens to this show and she was like, I love your podcast. And I was like, thank you so much. And she was like, really? Oh, no, I, I, no, I, I said, um, I said, that means a lot. And she goes, really? It doesn't. And I go, no, it really it means does, a lot yeah. that mm-hmm. you would come to this show, that you would fly in, that you would listen to the show and that you would say that to me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that truly is, I mean, why, you know, else are we doing it? I mean, I do it because I love doing it, but I also, it's, it's, it means a lot when someone really likes what you yeah. do, mm-hmm. but it's a very fine line between that. Like that was a genuinely lovely moment. And I, and it really does. And if you're listening, thank you. I really does mean a lot, mm-hmm. but between that and someone who's like, hey, you, come over here, tap right. dance, monkey. Right. Right. You know, and um, and a lot of people don't really know how to um, negotiate that. And they don't they don't realize what they're doing because mm-hmm. you are a party clown, you know, and they don't they don't realize like, oh, I'm a person in here and don't grab me and don't yell at me and you know, yeah. we're not at the zoo. Um, but it is it is very weird what we do. Yeah. And then a lot of people will never understand. Like you get paid to do that. That's what you, that's what you do for a living. That's but there, weird. But then firefighters come to the show and brain surgeons are like, I could never improvise. I could never do what you're doing. I'm like, well, and I, I, say, I could never do I what you do. I could never do what you're doing. <laughs> right. I, mean, I literally could, you could, you could take a couple of classes <laughs> and get up on stage you, you know, and you'd be passably funny. You would do. I, I would take me seven years to get to where you and are. And there's no yeah. way I could uh, like uh, fight a fire in a <laughs> right, building. Right. Yeah. Even after seven there's years. There's just no way I would, I have that in me to do that. Yeah. There's just not. Yeah, um, it is interesting why people they find it so hard, or they think that it's so hard. Yeah. Improv and sketch and and just being. I funny. love it. Let them think it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't let them in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no, it's just. You know, I mean, it is. It, it's weird. It's definitely not the norm because I think people think a lot of people. You know, they look at it something and they think it might be so easy. When when they get up to do it, it is really hard. I mean, mm-hmm. for most people, mm-hmm. it's their greatest fear is getting up in front of other people and speaking. You know, well, that's it too. Um, it is a personality thing. I think for some people, it's not hard, right? And uh, and they also misread the type of person who does it because it's sometimes it's the most extroverted person in life has the hardest time getting up in front hmm. of people. It's that weird thing, and like, vice versa. You know, I mean, I mean, 
you know, both of you are, are very lovely, mild mannered people who are bonkers when you're on stage, but you're not like that off. You're both Mm -hmm. very rational. You know, you're not people that you'd go, Oh, show dog (laughs) and the show dogs are the people that have the hardest time sometimes because they can't they they, what that is they're not observant the thing i pick up is is they don't see the world they're not able to they you know um and i think that they can get up maybe uh, uh, among their family or among their group at work or whatever that they already know they have a built-in audience Mm -hmm. and kill it because they have the confidence there but mm-hmm. in front of a group of strangers, they, you know. Yeah. Edie talks about that, actually. Edie oh, yeah. and like, just being an observer. Yeah. And watching people. And mm-hmm. that's where, like, a lot of her mm-hmm. characters. And I definitely identify with that. Yeah. yeah. You can learn a lot more by watching. And oh, yeah. You have to. You have to be the quiet one to kind of sit back and look and take notes and see human behavior. And that's so, you know, all the time, like, listen, overhear what people actually say. Mm-hmm. Or how did they react in a situation? How did you, you know, because... Uh, it's really not about you. Yeah. You know, you're right. kind of this weird vessel. That actually makes me feel yeah. better because I think for a long time I thought, well, I'm clearly a hack because I don't, <laughs> I'm not a huge, I am a, I'm a big personality, but I'm not that huge person in life. No, you I know? think that's a lovely oh, thing about God. you and, and about both of you. That <laughs> like, God. oh God, I can't stand that person that's Neither always on and doing But there that. are a lot of those people in our world too. There I mean, are. there are, that's a, there's a subset. And, and, and like you know, there are a handful <laughs> of them, there are a handful of them who are successful, but a lot of them really struggle with that because they, they, you know, I just feel like I exercise those demons by performing mm-hmm. and by doing yeah, that's this. Right. I, when I'm, when I'm off the clock, I have no interest in being like seen or heard or mm-hmm. respected. That's why <laughs> I hate funny. Halloween. I know. Oh, no, if you're going to pay too. me, I will I loved it so much a as a child. I made it my job. Yeah. I, <laughs> I made Hall- I, my Halloween exactly. for a living. Weddings. 100%. I don't even like weddings. Like that feels like a performance to me. I know. Like, oh, you guys having a show? Good for you. I know. I also, I always watch The Bride. I'm always like, are you enjoying the show? Are yes. you, did you sign up for this? Are yes. you getting paid for this show? Is this an equity <laughs> yeah. theater? You're like getting a break. And you have to pretend to laugh through all those speeches. All those, oh, those family members getting up and telling me stories that are interesting to zero <laughs> people. Um, but that's where you have to be an observer, Drew. Right. But it also, I feel like sometimes I'm like, I'm no fun. I mean, people just think, oh, you must be so fun to hang out. What do you like to do? I'm like, sit in the dark and watch yep. movies. <laughs> yep. I like to read. I like to be quiet. I like to go on walks where we don't speak. Yeah. Um, I'm like, seriously, I'm like, um, I like food and drink. Uh, and that's about Good it. Good wine conversation. Good wine. Yeah. Yes. And not being funny. No, no I like not quiet. being funny. I no. really do. I enjoy not being funny. Um, which sometimes, uh, you know, whether I want it or not, that's what happens. Um, well, we're oh out of God. time. Speaking of. Oh, dear. Oh, I know. So we can be off what the clock true. now and go to sleep and be quiet. And not <laughs> Turn talk. the lights like out. 530. Yes. I know. Exactly. Is it the, bedtime yet? The, the, the moral of the story is uh, just stay quiet. Uh, <laughs> if you if you are going to get a prostitute. By all means, don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't be late for your entrance when Haley Mills is involved. Michael. She's lovely. We, we exchanged letters, actually, for a couple of years after that. So I, I should say oh, wow, you letters. really turned the corner. She, wow. Yeah, I, everything worked out I fine. imagine her to Jess with a quill and inkwell. <laughs> like, she used dearest to, Michael. The letters used to kind of be Master Michael Chirp. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> she's, by the way, she's the English equivalent of what you're talking about, of uh, the Confederate Southern. Oh, 100%. Like 
<laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, beautiful speaker. Haley voice. Mills and uh, Celia Weston could be the same person. I don't you know, know who that, who is? that is. Oh, yeah. Google Google Celia okay. Weston. You've seen her in a million wait. things. She's in everything. She's brilliant. But she is a very much a Haley Mills quality. Mm. Just like, just, she's a distinguished Southern lady, and <laughs> she's very similar to Haley Mills. Oh, I love I it. I want to see them play sisters. All right. And with that. And Drew. with that. Uh, that's row. all the time we have. <laughs> I want to thank my guests, Michael Chervin and Liz Bolton. Thank you so much for being thank on the you, show. Drew Drew was lovely. Oh, thank you, Drogi. This has been another episode of Drew Drogi's Minor Revelations. Have a week. Oh.